Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Adiola Depot here. Thank you so much for downloading Fight Night Extra. Remember, we're here every single Tuesday live on TalkSport to myself and the great Gareth A. Davis. If you can't join us live, remember to subscribe to the Fight Night podcast channel. So much other great content there as well, such as Fight Night, Fight of My Life, and even the Mike Tyson story, The Boy from Brownsville. This is Fight Night Extra on TalkSport 2. If you love your boxing, then this is the show for you, Fight Night Extra, with myself, Adi Oladipo, and the great Gareth A. Davis. Today... We're going to reflect on the biggest fight of the year so far as Javante Davis saw off Ryan Garcia in Las Vegas with a vicious body shot in the seventh round. We'll discuss where the victory places Javante Davis amongst the other top lightweights in the world. What next for Ryan Garcia, who admitted he'll now move up to 140 pounds after the fight. And if the victory is all tainted a little bit by the rehydration clause that Davis's team was so adamant and insisting on putting in. Elsewhere, we're going to unpack a thrilling night in Cardiff as Joe Cordina became a two-weight world champion, picking up a split decision over Shavkat Rakamov in the Welsh capital. And we're going to be hearing from both Liam Smith and Chris Eubank Jr. after it was announced that they'll once again throw hands this summer. We'll also hear what Eubank had to say about a potential future fight with Conor Ben, who he had been tipped to fight instead of Liam Smith. All right, let's get into it. This is Final Extra on TalkSport 2. He is the winner by way of knockout and still undefeated, Javante Tank Davis. Yeah, it felt too good. I mean, I felt a little weak, you know, going into the ring. My legs didn't feel too much under me, but once the fight got going, you know, it kind of all came together. So I can't really put pin, pin that too much, you know what I mean? It is what it is. I signed the contract, and that's that. This is my life. This is what I do. If I'm getting hurt, if I'm in a position where uh, things aren't going my way, I'm not having another man throw in a white towel to stop a fight to try and save me. Yeah, I'm just feeling the same as I was beforehand. You know, I'll, I'll train properly, I'll do everything I do normally in the gym, and I'm 100% confident I'll beat Kiss again. Mr. Gareth A. Davis, only one place to start. Um, you've been to some big fights in Vegas during your illustrious career. That was a big one on Saturday. Uh, T-Mobile Arena was absolutely bouncing. And you know what was nice about it as well? Obviously, normally, it's a big favourite 
when it's a big A side. So 90% of the crowd would always be for one fight. This, it was completely split in terms of the crowd, 50-50. But in the end, Javante Davis showed that he was a level above Ryan Garcia. What did you make of everything? Well, I always thought that Javante Davis was a level above above Garcia. I mean, as I've said to you on numerous occasions, I thought that Davis would win by stoppage or handily on points. Um, But I thought it would be later in the fight. Um, I thought the event itself gathered steam all week. We had the big bros, um, if you like, sibling rivalry, Leonard Ellaby and Oscar De La Hoya, Bernard Hopkins, the drama about touching Tank's back. Was it testosterone cream, this, that and the other, all the kind of shenanigans that always goes on, every detail being um, poured over uh, in Vegas. Um, Was it the fight that saved boxing? It was the matchup that saved boxing. America needed that fight. I don't know if so much we needed that fight over here, but the sport in America needed it, definitely. Um, I was disappointed with the pickup from over here, um, if I'm honest. Um, I know it did big views. What do you mean by that, in Uh, terms of the coverage over here? Yeah, yeah. It was um, Maybe it's just showing a shift to digital. Um, but, uh, but overall, I think, like you say, it's, it, 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 it's the fight that boxing needed is what people are calling it, but it was brilliant that Ryan Garcia put himself on the line. Um, I think I did have concerns moments for the fight. I tweeted about the rehydration cause cause it had concerned me the whole way through. And I think that does take away a lot from the tensile strength of a person, um, which we'll get into more with Chris Eubank Jr. later as well. But I was a little bit disappointed, even though I thought that Davis would win convincingly anyway. But then I looked back on my notes and my scorecard, which I've got here. And yeah, Ryan Garcia, really, for the first four and a half minutes made Tank Davis very uncomfortable. Some really, really poor holding from Tank early on. He was he was genuinely worried about the power of Garcia, you could tell. But then yeah. he just took yeah. over. His IQ took over. Um, and his IQ is far superior to Ryan Garcia's. And the liver punch that finished it, for me, was uh, was phenomenal. He was like, it was like he crawled under the bridge and set a bomb <laughs> under the body. You know? yeah, it's a good way. It's a very good way um, of looking yeah, at it. But he was so smart. But I was yeah. disappointed we didn't get an epic. That's that's what I mean. Yeah, you know? yeah it, it was built for that, wasn't it? Mm. Um, I think with regards to the save boxing thing, I think just maybe based on what we're hearing, the pay-per-view buys did. So for those people that love pay-per-view and you think of sort of the big wigs, whether it be at zone or Showtime, I think it showed that you can still sell and people will buy pay-per-view as opposed to illegally stream it. So I think probably that's the the sentiment with regards to saving boxing. But I'm with you. I expected a spectacle. I expected something. I expected maybe a few more rounds. Uh, maybe Ryan wobbling tank, doing something. And in the end, I was watching a guy in Ryan that I was thinking, you've been boxing since you were eight, but I wouldn't know it. Like, technically, you weren't great. He, he throws that left hand, and I was like, he's going to read one of those soon. And he did with that first knockdown. So disappointed with Ryan's performance. Tank got the job done. I'm with you. It will be 
somewhat tainted by the rehydration clause. Mm -hmm. But in years to come, people seem to forget those things very quickly. It just You just see a name on the ledger. So um, all in all, good night of boxing. The undercard wasn't great, but um, I am excited now for what Tank can do against Devin Haney and Shakur Stevenson. And we'll see what Ryan does, because we know mentally he's been a bit fragile in the past. Like, How much will this defeat mentally rather than physically take out of him? I think the same happens for him against Devin Haney and Shaka Stevenson. Um, mm. And like you rightly say, the triumvirate of fighters now in Haney, Stevenson and Davis, that's, that's the climb now. That, that, that's the rung of the ladder now for the person that climbs to the pound-for-pound pound number one, the mythical pound-for-pound pound number one. I think it'll be Shakur, but I want to see him yeah. in against a, an elite-level lightweight, first of all. Um, mm. I, think, I think it's going to be difficult for Ryan Garcia. I want him to see him fight all these other guys, but I think it's going to be difficult for him to come back in a big way. Um, yeah, against those guys. I wouldn't mind a rematch down the line. Um, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah. But I think he needs a fight in between. Um, it, he was he was overawed. He was outmoved. He was outthought. He was outfought. Um, and I ju I just think you just look at the school of 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 learning that Tank Davis has come from. Um, and he's, he's from that Mayweather school. He's from that, you know... I mean, it was a grand occasion. I, I mean, I'm just thinking back now. Manny Pacquiao was there. Floyd was there. Um, Oscar De La Hoya was there. All those old rivalries that maybe I was covering a long time ago. There's a lineage path going on Yeah, there, yeah. You know, and, that, and that's quite nice. That, that's where I think the, the portals open again. Um, Ryan desperately missed Canelo being there. Yeah, exactly. He wasn't there, and that, yes, that's right. That would have been the missing. Yeah. He was the missing that, part. That was, that he was, was the, the missing, missing link to yeah. him. Yeah, you know when you're you're going to war and you look behind you and you you know you've got warriors behind you, yeah. and we've seen the issues with Javante and Floyd where you know that there's been beef publicized online, but Floyd was there for Javante, and I just wanted, I was desperate to see Canelo somewhere just turn up and just be there to support Ryan, regardless of what they've been through. Yeah. And I think that would have given Ryan that extra 10%, knowing, okay, Canelo's behind me. Yeah. And there was no Canelo. And Ryan said, and hopefully they don't mind me saying this, I went to the after party and spoke to Ryan, and he was like, all he could hear throughout the fight was Floyd screaming at him, and it put him off. And I was like, you, that means this, this experience was just a bit too much for you. He said Floyd kept on shouting and shouting, and he it was just... It was awkward because he could hear Floyd say things like, you're a bum, you're slow, and da 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 And I was thinking, if he had Canelo there screaming for him, it would have really maybe just just leveled the playing field a little bit. Absolutely. And I, I could see Tank, even though his corner were talking to him between rounds, Floyd had advice for him several times. And he was even yeah. looking back as the round yeah. was beginning, still listening to what Floyd was saying. It just takes me back, you know. Um, I'm just trying to remember Saul Canelo Alvarez that I was at live against Floyd Mayweather. I reckon it was 2013, you know. My, mm. Was it even Was it even um, before that? Was it, might, have been around, might have been around that, you know. I'm just checking. It was 2013, September the 14th, wow. 2013. Wow. Ten years ago. 
look at look <laughs> at what's changed in 10 years you know mm. um it's extraordinary really it's it, it's you know and and look what canelo's achieved in 10 years you know yeah yeah no no it, it is look we're gonna um we're gonna talk more about uh tank garcia we're gonna talk about the body shot could he have got up did he quit etc but there's also a very big fight in Wells a few hours before that one. Uh, Joe Cordina and Shafkat Rakimov putting on a fight of the year contender. Uh, Joe Cordina having to dig deep to get his IBF super featherweight strap back. Um, you know, we, we look at, okay, where are the new stars of British boxing coming through with all the, the heavyweights, if you like, in their 30s, mid-30s, going to disappear. Who's the next guy that could maybe put bums on seats? And Joe Cordina could be that guy, good-looking kid. He's got an exciting fighting style. He could be the guy that carries the torch, you know, with other help. But he, but Matchroom will be happy that they've unearthed the talent now. Yeah, definitely. Look, and he's proven the fact that... Well, what he's done right is he's moved down from lightweight to super featherweight. And he's a massive super featherweight. Whereas he was a boxer at lightweight with mm. um, stinging punches, he's a heavy-handed super featherweight who can stand his ground and take shots. Um, yeah. what, what I admire about that fight on Saturday night, I think it's on these shores, I think it's the fight of the year so far. Um, mm. the, 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 the merciless attitude of both men just to go at it and just keep going at it. I mean, after three rounds, I remember saying this isn't going beyond six and yet <laughs> they still went at it for 12 rounds, you know, I didn't get the, I know we'll come to it, I didn't get the wide card for Rackham. Rackhamov. That was worrying, Eddie. Um, but but, uh, but apart from that, like you say, Rackhamov put up a tremendous fight. Joe Cordina has got a growing fan set. Um, it's kind of reminiscent maybe of, of early Joe Calzaghi. Yeah, um, yeah. But, it was a bit of a slow burner, wasn't yeah. it, for Calzaghi? But the fact he's with Eddie and Eddie can take him to America <clears throat> for fights there and, you know, and Shaq has moved up from super feather to lightweight and maybe that helps Joe Cordina in the end. I think it does help yeah. Joe a lot. I mean, yeah. no disrespect to Joe, but yeah, that guy moving up who's the dinosaur in the division. Um, so, yeah. I think it's a good thing for Joe. And we'll talk about potentially what Joe could have next. He wants a unification fight. Uh, finally, um, we're also going to talk about Eubank Smith. Or sorry, I should say it correctly. Smith Eubank 2 uh, being announced. Uh, what that means for Conor Ben, we'll, we'll discuss. But what would you make of this? Was it a case of Chris just had to go into the rematch? Or has something happened with the Conor Ben fight that forced his hand to go to Smith? Look, he would not want to be remembered as a shirt being dropped into a suitcase, which was how he went down against, um, uh, well, but it, but it was. It, you, got it, some, you got some good analogies this morning, yeah, I tell you. Well, well, yeah, but, but, but that, that's, that's what it looked at in that moment. Yeah. It, was a, it was just, boom, gone in, gone in an instant, wasn't he? Yeah. And the fight was over. And it was a sudden shock. Um, and, you know, given that he's had since January to recover from it and think about it. And, you know, he's giving his reasons now as to why, A, he thinks he should have gone on. B, I disagree Crazy. with him because he Crazy. could have, he would have been wrecked and he wouldn't be taking the rematch now, in my view. Yeah. Um, but it's a fight I'm looking forward to. But I do, having picked Eubank the first time around, I think, I think Smith might have his number. 
yeah, um, I, I find it difficult to, to pick Eubank. But who knows, when a fight is back against the wall yeah. and everyone's picking against him, we might see a different Chris Eubank Jr. I doubt it, but we might. All right, you're listening to Final Extra on Sport 2. Still to come, we're going to look back on Joe Cordina's unforgettable night in Wells as he became a two-time world champion. We are going to hear from both Liam Smith and Chris Eubank Jr. as well. But up next, we're going to get stuck into Saturday night's fight in Las Vegas as Javante Davis saw off Ryan Garcia. Undefeated Javante Tank Davis. The dream that you had, does the reality match that dream? Yes, it definitely uh, matched the dream. You know, but uh, the job never done till I retire. So I'm gonna keep my head down, stay humble, and, work, and continue to work. Welcome back. You're listening to Final Extra on TalkSport 2. Myself, Adi Madupo, the great Grafe Davis. All right, uh, the biggest fight of the year so far um, was on Saturday night, T-Mobile Arena, Las Vegas. We're hearing um, a, a pay-per-view figure of around 1.5 million buys, which is incredible. And I can't think of many fights that are going to do that this year. So definitely the biggest fight of the year. Um, in, in terms of a fight though, Gareth didn't deliver. I, I want to go straight to the body shot, right? It's the one thing where, you know, when fighters like to say to us, uh, they do, don't they? Oh, you've never fought before, so what do you know? That's the one thing where I can say you are correct. I've never had a liver shot. I have no idea what it feels like. So when I see a fighter not get up from it, it's difficult for me to kind of give them stick. Although, that being said, I have seen fighters get up from them. I've seen fighters get up. And one thing about Ryan Garcia is that he got up at the count of nine, or sorry, count of 10. So he got up. So he could get up. It wasn't like he stayed down for another 20 seconds. So I'm split on whether or not he could have continued. I'm split on whether or not he quit, um, in inverted commas, for those people listening. So I'm not quite sure um, how, to, how to frame this one. What would you say? Well, there's no sense for me that he's a coward, which is what people are saying about him quitting. Um, yes, he won the first round. It, the second round was a 10-8. Tank won the next four rounds for me, or three Do rounds. Do you know some of the judges had the second round? as a, Two judges had the second round. One had it 10-9, mm. Tank. One had it 10-10. How? I don't get that. I do not get that in the slices. You had you can score it a 10-9 if you want to, if, yeah. if Ryan won the round. But yeah. it, did it, I mean, he did make Tank very uncomfortable. I made In my notes, it says Tank looking very uncomfortable. Mm. So 10-9... You know, you can go with, I scored it a 10-8. It was a clean knockdown. And, you know, Tank took over the round from there. But um, yeah. I think, I don't, I don't think there was any sense until that body shot that Ryan Garcia was quitting in the fight. Um, yeah. That he was giving up. He was still launching forward. He didn't Recklessly. land with me. Hmm? recklessly launching forward. Exactly, he was, and mm. he got more and more reckless. Um, and because he couldn't find a way in, I mean, he succeeded with a jab every now and again. 
he didn't really land any of his power punches, tanked close to space very quickly or moved away very quickly. He didn't care how, his, how ugly his holding looked. Um, he just made sure that he got inside really quickly. And also, once he was inside, he was looking for those sneaky punches. Um, timing was so key for Tank. He timed Garcia, timed him when he put him down. He timed him with the body shot. Um, and he got himself into position. Apparently, they'd really been working on this as well, the uppercuts. Yeah. And to the body, there's always been talk of a weakness to Garcia's body. Um, no, I, I, his brain told his body that he either couldn't breathe or he couldn't go on or the, the, the searing pain in his body, he couldn't recover in, in nine, ten seconds so, or to the count of nine or ten. Um, I don't oh, why, then, why then jump up at ten? Why not? If, if you can't recover, and I agree with you, but why then not stay down for another 20? You, that means you can get... He got up at 10 to say, okay, cool. And when the ref kind of is like, yeah, fine. Why not? How, how can your body then jump up when you know the fight's off? Yeah, like you say, there's, that's a good argument. I mean, I can't dispute that, that he got mm -hmm. up at 10. Um, but it's still... That's why people use the word quit. Because as yeah. he was down there and he's feeling that pain, he makes a decision that he's not going to go on. That's it. You know, um, that's it. And, and, um, and, and, and look, you know, oh, you know, it's a bit like when when people deny that they've been involved in something, a murder or terrorism or um, a crime, or and they swear blind that they're not involved, but only they know. Only they know yeah, when they can't yeah. prove it. You it's, know? So, it's so good. Like You're right. We can all speculate. Only Ryan knows whether or not there was more There was more in it, whether or not he quit, whether or not he was genuinely like, I can't breathe, I can't continue. Only he knows. Yeah, yeah. But I've seen people get poleaxed by body yeah. shots and somehow get up. Marcus Maidana. I was there. Pump. I was there. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. I was there. Was it second round? I think he was knocked second down. Second round. And then he came back and he gave Amir Khan hell for a round. <laughs> yes. Like, like yes. late in the fight, you know, and Amir Khan recovered and won it on points. Yeah, mm. absolutely. And he was in absolute agony. Well, I've seen fighters come back with broken ribs. Carl Froch mm. fight with broken ribs against Jean Pascal, um, taking loads of body shots. You know, 2008 in, in, in Nottingham come back. Those are the guys that, if Marcus Maidana and Carl Froch want to say, look, I know that pain, but you've yeah, got to suck it up and it'll pain. go away. Yeah. You know, that's... Sometimes people are beaten. He was, maybe he was just beaten in that moment and, and didn't quit. I mean, I don't think he's a coward. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, look, anyone that steps through the ropes, I mean, it's the, the most hardest sport in the world. You've got to respect... But a fight of that magnitude, sometimes you just maybe got to find a bit more. You've maybe got to dig a bit deeper. Look, we're going to talk about Joe Cordina a bit later. You've just got to find something. Just got to find something. And maybe he didn't have that something. And you'll only know when you're in the moment. Yeah. And that was his moment to know whether he had that bit more, that extra 10%, which separates the very good from the elite. And maybe um, Ryan didn't have it. Um, it's been called the savior of boxing this fight. The numbers suggest that it probably was. We're hearing it done around 1.5 million pay-per-view buys, which 
in today's era of illegal streaming yes. is an ins- insane number. I mean, that's, that's scary, that number. Um, again, it's not been confirmed, but look, you know everyone's happy with the numbers. What do you make of that? Does that surprise you? Did you always anticipate it would go over the million mark, which always seems to be the mark which everyone wants to get, which we don't normally hit at the moment? It is a really big number. There's no question yeah. about it. Um, but when you look at um, the love for Tank Davis within the sport, even though he's imploding outside it, he's, he's got a court case in next week, hasn't he? You know, So he could go to jail um, yeah. on four counts um, um, misdemeanors in his hit and run um, case. Um, it's, it's, and, and when you look at Ryan Garcia's social media accounts and his social media mm-hmm. reach that I think he's the most followed active boxer in the world more than any of the heavyweights more than anyone really or maybe not as big as Canelo maybe Canelo has yeah. more but yeah he's right up there with the most followed I don't know why he is the most followed to be honest um he's bloody good looking yeah there's all of that the Hollywood good looks yeah. and the and the light, and he's active. He puts he puts things out there. Yeah, unlike most yeah, fighters, yeah, he, yeah. he makes sure that he posts at least once a day. Yeah, doesn't yeah. doesn't muck about with that. Yeah, yeah he's, he's boxing's Hollywood icon, isn't he? He's Golden Boy's yeah. Golden Boy. So I think those things pointed, and you had to, to, to it being big numbers, and also last week was a fantastic build. The way they went at each other, the press conferences before, um, the the attitude they both showed. Um, the fact there wasn't a world title on the line, the, the fact that they... That Garcia got a lot of credit going into it for pursuing Tank Davis and wanting the fight and saying, I'm the one that's going to test you. All of those things brought the, the, the great ingredients to the event. But sometimes the build-up is better than the event itself. And that's why discussing the body shot and the, and, and, you know, the mid-round stoppage... That's what was disappointing because it all, it, all the ingredients, all in that melting pot, almost, I always almost felt that if they had an epic, a classic that was scored controversially and we got a second fight, it would be the real making of them, that they would explode okay. as real huge mainstream stars, you know? Mm. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, the zone won't be happy, right? They were going to be the A-side in the rematch. And obviously now there is no rematch, or at least for now anyway. There's been a lot of talk about Javante now being the, the face of boxing. Um, what would you make of that? Bear in mind, this is boxing that still has Canelo and Fury and AJ um, and others. Where, where is he in this sort of, when you think of the top names of boxing, where is he? He is a face in boxing, in my view, not the face. I don't, I don't subscribe to the fact, how is he the face? Who's he fought and who's he beat to be the face of boxing? Um, they're, they're saying it because, as, as I said earlier, he's in the slipstream of, of Floyd Mayweather. Um, yeah. You know, could he be the best ever? He could go on to be the best ever. What is he? He's undefeated now in nearly 30 fights. He could easily have another, well, could he have 50? Yeah, if he kept going till, you know. If he kept going, uh, two, three. Another yeah. ten, oh. 10 years, if he keeps going another mm-hmm. 10 years. You know, if he goes away for a, for a period of time, unfortunately, and then comes back, and but his biggest problem, as I say, how can you be the face of boxing when you're about to go and uh, um, maybe spend a period incarcerated? 
Um, mm. it, in some ways, that aspect of him will make him a bigger star. Floyd, yes. Floyd Mayweather, Mike Tyson, the guys that make it big in America have often been bad guys. Mm. But I, bad guys. Um, I've met Tank, you know, he probably is a bad guy trying to be good, you know. But the the that it may help his his standing and his and and his PR and his promotion, the fact that he has got all this bad boy stuff going on on the outside. Um but the face of boxing, I think maybe in America. The numbers don't lie. Maybe in maybe in America. Yeah, yeah. And look, um what he's got around him, I guess, especially in the lightweight division, is further fights to cement that, right? To whether it be Devon or Loma, if Loma wins, Shakur Stevenson's the big one, isn't it? And it's interesting though how it was the biggest fight. And what was no belts on the line. No belts on the line. No belts trying to be made up either, which we've seen in recent years with there'll be some sort of WBC or WBA belt given to the winner. No, nothing. And that's interesting because the guy that holds all the belts in the lightweight division, a lot of people don't think he's the best in the lightweight division. Yeah, I agree. I don't think mm. he is. Yeah. But that's for him to prove. I, I still think it's been between Tank and Shakur. And I yeah, and agreed. I and Tank and Shakur is that's the that's the fans fans fight in boxing. That's the mm. that's the commentators commentators fight in boxing. It's an extraordinary matchup. That's I think what I'll say is this by having that fight at the weekend and by the fact that Devin Haney defends the belts against Vasyl Lomachenko in Vegas as well on May the 20th that that division is the face of boxing right now in my view because heavyweights aren't doing it they are they're just not doing it and it is hugely disappointing that we're still speculating on the chess moves um where people are talking about Saudi Arabia in November and December for Usyk Fury Joshua and Wilder and yet most of them are going to have a summer fight first anyway so yeah. but, but what's their summer fights we don't even know yet none of them are announced yeah. um yeah, so well, those guys have a right and an entitlement, the lightweights, to start saying, yeah, we're the new faces of boxing. We are. Yeah, it's very reminiscent of the welterweight division 15, 20 years ago, these guys, uh, where there's four or five really good ones and they're all making money. Um, and most of them are on the pound for pound list as well. So, yeah, um, I agree. I think the lightweight division has now become the new face of boxing. All right, you're listening to Final Extra on TalkSport 2. Coming up, we are going to hear from Liam Smith and Chris Eubank Jr., after their rematch was confirmed for this summer. But up next, we're going to talk a massive night for Joe Cordina. In Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
market. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Ready seconds from Cordina now. Has he done enough in this final round to turn it his way? Asking the crowd now to respond. Is this another famous Welsh boxing night? Cordina... He's adamant that he's done enough. As Rakimov throws the final punches of the contest. And this place erupts with emotion. Phil Edwards, 114-113 for your winner by split decision. Welcome back. You're listening to Final Extra on TalkSport 2. Myself, Adi Oladipo, the great Gareth A. Davis. Uh, massive fight on the weekend in Cardiff. It was a weekend of a lot of boxing, actually, but a um, big one for Joe Cordina, who got what he calls his belt back against Shafgat Rakimov. Split decision. Um, one judge, though. I, I don't know how they had Rakimov up by three or four rounds. That's concerning. But in the end, once the right man gets his hand raised, we're all okay with it, I guess. Um... I'm trying to think of, you know, we always have this sort of microwave memories where we don't remember the fights earlier in the year. But I can't think of a fight that was that good in this, on these shores this year. That has to be fight of the year so far. I'm, I can't think of anything even close, actually. Um, no, they, they, I can't think of anything this year that certainly delivered the type of action um that that brought no, there isn't one. There isn't one that I can think there of. Isn't, no, I can no. think of upsets. I can think of knockouts. I can think of mm. um, Wood and Lara. I can think of was that this year? Um, yes, it. I think it was. It was Wood. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, it was Wood, Feb. Yeah, Gen- yeah. <laughs> Wood and Lara. The the Eubank Smith fight. Um, mm. Joyce and Zhang. Um, 
Yard Baturbiev. Yard Baturbiev, actually. That was that was a good one. That was quite good. That yeah. that that is a contender with that for fight of the year because yeah. that was extraordinary action. Um, yeah, that that. Definitely... But nothing nothing like Saturday though, where especially after the first two rounds when Joe puts him down. I think Joe knows when he puts Shafkat down in that second round, and then he tries to go for the kill, and Shafkat says, "No, no, 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 no." You're not killing me yet, my friend. Yeah. And starts to fight back. I think Joe at that point knew, okay, we have a tough one on our hands. Absolutely. We do. And look, credit to credit to, to Shafkat. I mean, a lot will be said about Joe and, and rightly so. But Shafkat, my God, he's as tough as old boots. Like really hard man. He's an incredible uh fighter. And you know, um all those guys from Kazakhstan, Tajikistan, where he's from, you know. Um, they're just built of different things. Um, you know, the fact he's an advancing, pugnacious, tenacious southpaw makes him all the more interesting because he's not a guy looking for slick southpaw sneaky angles mm. on his right-handed opponents, which Joe is. He's, a, he's an orthodox fighter. Um, it, it obviously, he leads with the left. And um, he was just, I thought, Stylistically, he was tailor-made for Cordina, um, but I thought Cordina was going to have to get his respect early, counter him, and then I thought he'd win a boxing decision. Um, yeah. But it, 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 but Cordina got involved, the adrenaline was flowing, and it was just an all-out war in a phone box. And And, you know, when you get those kind of fights... There's real risks. You could see Eddie Hearn and Joe Cordina's delight afterwards. There were some clips of them talking in the dressing room, like infusing like you do almost at the bar after an event about, do you remember that Mm. moment when I hit him with that and he staggered back? And and, and Cordina also saying, God, that he he hit so hard. He hit me to the body really early on and I thought, whoa. So Cordina had to go into a trench war with him. And it created a classic. Um, and I do think it's the fight of the year. Um, the, 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 certainly in this country. What I was going to say was, Alex Levin, the American judge, Addy, mm. uh, you did touch on it just now, who's been 22 years in the sport, scoring at 116-111 to Rakimov when Rakimov went down as well. Just yeah. beggars belief. It just beggars belief. Yeah, no, I've always said like those type of judges, it shouldn't be a case of they can just walk away and scot-free. Like they should be able to, I think, put the fight up and explain their decision, like score it, go on, score it in front of me. How have you, how have you come to that? You, you can't just make up these rounds. Like 116, 111, yeah. Rakimov is just an incredible scoreline. It really is. And if you're Joe and you're hearing that scoreline read out, you're starting to panic. You really are starting to panic. Must be setting in, but look again, the the right person won, and Joe moves on. You know, when you think of sort of stars in this country, like is like is Joe Cordina a star now? Like knockout of the year last year, fight of the year now. Good looking kid, unbeaten from that Tony Sims gym, which has produced some really good fighters. Jordan Thompson won on the night. John Ryder's going to fight Canelo. Conor Ben should be back soon. Like is he is he now a star? Is there a, stu- a few more fights that we need to see him in? Other unifications in? Well, look, 
Um, he's a star in the sense that, you know, he put Kenichi Agawa away in one round to win mm. the IBF title. Um, and that was extraordinary. And Ogawa had never been beaten like that, never been taken apart. So that was amazing. This was a brilliant performance in which he showed that he's got a tenacity that, uh, and a will that can't be restrained. Mm. Um, and against, look, you've got to put it in perspective with Rakimov. This is a guy that went down early against Zelfa Barrett and came back and stopped Zelfa Barrett. But also, back in, in February, two, um, February 2021, went uh, the distance and lost on a majority draw, I think it was, against um, Jojo Diaz, who, yeah. again, very formidable fighter. Um, the, I mean, if you remember, Diaz lost weight, um, didn't make weight for that fight, and it was only on the yeah. line for Rakimov. Um, I think he's starting to become a star. I don't think... I, I think Joe needs more PR, if I can say that. He needs to be out there a little more. Yeah. He uh, needs yeah. to marinate in that spotlight a little more. Um, I, mean, I, said he should, I said he should go dance on ice. <laughs> yeah. I said, get on, get on one of these celebrity pro. You're a good-looking kid. Get on one of these celebrity shows. Exactly. Something like that that takes him beyond... Um, where he is, you know, um, tells his Maltese heritage, um, mm. you know, more background. He's got an amazing relationship with his mother. Um, there's a lot to Joe, you know, um, and I think it took a long time for, for, for Joe Calzaghi to, to become a star. And I think the fact that Cordina's down here in London or down in Essex, at least, training with Tony Sims gives him a better opportunity. Even if he has to go on the only way as Essex, things like that, anything, you know, anything. but he means jump on, he needs PRing more. Definitely. Yeah. Um, but look, hopefully some good unification fights out there for him. Um, all right. You're listening to Fun Extra on TalkSport 2. Next up, we are going to hear from both Liam Smith and Chris Eubank Jr. After their rematch was confirmed yesterday. him zero opportunity to land the, the blows that he landed in that fourth round. He's not short to do, he's not short to talk and he's not short to convincing people he's the best thing since sliced bread so <laughs> I don't expect him to, 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 to shy away from the first fight. I think he's going to, I'm probably interested to see what he comes with today actually and um, I'm sure he's not going to be shy of a few words. Welcome back to Final Extra on TalkSport 2. Myself, Adi Oladipo, the great Gareth A. Davis. All right, it was announced. Uh, we know what's going to happen now. Uh, Liam Smith will take on Chris Eubank Jr. again this summer, uh, so not too long to go. We did think it was going to be Eubank Jr. versus Conor Venn. Not to be. We're going to go straight back in with it. Let's hear um, from both, starting with Liam Smith 
who says he won't need to change anything to ensure he beats Eubank Jr. again. No, I don't need to change nothing. Everything I've done in the in the last camp worked. Everything, you know, again, take Chris Eubank Jr. away. I'll prepare the way I always prepare for the fight. And my sparring partners seem to work perfectly for me. So it's not really me who has to change this time. You know, my results speak for itself. It's Chris who needs to change. One thing I can give him, that's one thing he's not, he's not sure to do. He's not sure to talk and he's not sure to convincing people he's the best thing since sliced bread so i don't expect him to, to 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 shy away from the first fight i think he's gonna that's i'm probably interested to see what he comes with today actually and um i'm sure he's not going to be shy of a few words liam smith they're super confident and you're going to be aren't you i mean you, you knocked him out already um you've hurt him now you know you can hurt him um nothing eubank does will be a, will be a surprise um how shocked are you this fight's happening first Gareth, as opposed to the Conor Ben fight, before we talk about sort of the intangibles of it, are you surprised that Eubank Jr. has gone this route as opposed to Conor Ben? No. Um, I think he might have got words that Conor Ben was doing his case with UCAD for a start, which he is. So I don't know that for a fact, but but it, yeah. logically, I think it was on the cards at one time. I mean, I'd heard behind the scenes. Eubank was asking asking for a certain amount for that fight in Abu Dhabi on June the 3rd that they'd mooted um, for, mm. for Conor Ben's return. Just digressing, of course, the right things happened in my view, that there is a proper hearing, the evidence is being placed in front of you or has been placed in front of UCAD and Conor Ben's young enough to serve a ban to be able to come back. That's that's All of that is good as far as I'm concerned because the veracity of boxing's testing system is not being uh, examined and attacked by loopholes. Um, and hopefully it will lead to a change where all territories and jurisdictions agree with, if it's someone's banned in one place, they're banned everywhere else as well. Yeah, agreed. Um, agree it's well. a way forward for the sport, you know. That's agreed. not a witch hunt against Conor Ben. No, That's no, no, not at all. This, it, this, this could be a guy called... Richard James. It's just that the name yeah. on the on the on the letter yeah, is Conor exactly. Ben. It could be anyone. Um, so um, no, I'm not surprised in the end. I thought mm. if you recall, if if none of this had happened, we would have got Ben Eubank anyway on, on October the eighth. Yeah, yeah, we would never have got this. Well, we yeah. might have got this fight some point down the line, but no, I think. Chris Eubank's such a proud warrior that there's no way he could walk away, as I used that expression earlier, um, crumpling into the corner from nine power punches. And and he couldn't walk away from that. Now, if he puts up a much sterner battle this time, and I do, I'd never seen him in that kind of situation. You know, George Groves, a huge man. He went 12 rounds with people like George Groves. Um James DeGale obviously was, a, you know, probably very end of his career, but much bigger guys. I'm not taking any away, anything away from Beefy Smith, but we know what he's going to do. He's going to walk Eubank down and he's going to let his hands go. And he's going to get his head on his chest and he's going to let his hands go. And he's going to try and time Chris Eubank and he's going to let his hands go. We're going to get a similar fight all over again. But this time Eubank has got to be... I mean, he dropped his hands. He was overconfident. I do agree he was complacent in that fight. Because um, up to then, he looked like a maestro in, there, in that in that. Contest. Yeah, I think the round prior to that, um, I was thinking he's, he's got his groove on. Yeah, 
But it, it, yeah. it, it was a shock the way it ended. And I think he's probably getting paid royally for it. Um, it won't do one and a half million pay-per-view buys, unfortunately. Um, mm. But it's it's a fight he had to take. And as Liam Smith said, Eubank's biggest problems now, to quote him, is he's got demons to overcome. Yeah, talking of those demons, let's hear from Eubank um, about uh, not allowing his corner to stop a fight for him again, obviously. Um, it wasn't stopped by the corner, but Roy was on the apron ready to throw the towel in. This is what Eubank had to say about it. If I'm getting hurt, if I'm in a position where uh, things aren't going my way, I'm not having another man throw in a white towel to stop a fight to try and save me. Isn't that his job to protect you? It's my, it's my job to protect me. Okay. I'm not going to have somebody else. The only person, in my opinion, that can stop a fight or should stop a fight is the referee. Do I agree with his stoppage? No. Do I respect it? Yes. You know, I've never had this conversation with Roy about towels being thrown in because it's just, it's never even crossed our minds that that's something that was ever going to happen. Do not bring a towel anywhere near my corner. If, if you see sweat running off of the top of my head, wipe it off with your, with your hand. Uh, Eubank, quite comical in that answer, San uh, Roy. He won't let. He won't allow Roy to even bring the towel uh, to the ring. Um, look, it, it's funny he says that, but he's also got to understand, and and he does understand. He's been around the sport a long time. Like, you can be saved for another day, and he was saved by the ref. Hence, why he's actually here. Exactly to fight. Liam Smith would have done in some damage if that fight was allowed to continue. Yeah, absolutely right. I I can, couldn't agree more. That is the whole point that. He, he, he's lived to fight another day. Um, had he been horribly knocked out, horribly knocked out, rather than down and out and then back on his feet again, you know, a couple of minutes later, we probably wouldn't be getting the rematch. Um, mm. But th this, is, this is the right decision of his to do it. If Liam Smith beats him twice, then he beats him twice. But Eubank's got a lot to do in this fight that could help him raises stock again because at the moment you know it did leave his reputation in a mess um yeah. and but i i personally think liam smith disagrees with this that the whole weight cut thing is is fabricated but i do think it affected him i don't i think he didn't cut weight properly for the conor ben fight he did that ghost uh way in didn't he um on his instagram on his social media and who knows what he did afterwards, how he got his body mm. back. It was four months later. It was January this year, wasn't it, they fought? Um, yeah. You know, who knows what he did with his body. And um, for me, he should come in strong for this. It's going to be a great fight. It's a great occasion. Manchester, you know, the AO Arena is fantastic there. It's going to be a great atmosphere. Cannot wait for the fight, Eddie. Yeah, uh, we've got a couple of minutes here. Let's quickly uh, wrap with the heavyweights, you touched on it a bit earlier about the lightweights being the new glamour division. And it's always been the heavyweights, right? So the heavyweights are what make boxing. And right now, all our top guys are stalling. All of them. Um, Usyk fights once a year. AJ fights once a year. We haven't seen Fury for a year. And he kind of said this, didn't he, recently? Sorry, no, not a year. He fought Chisora, apologies. Um, Deontay Wilder, it's been a while since he fought Helenius. So I'm not quite sure what's going on with him. There's been rumours about this super tournament in Saudi Arabia. 
it's all a mess at the moment. And it's so disappointing. I mean, there's others. That's not, I mean, we saw Joe Joyce Zhang and Martin Bacoli's making noise. But our main four superstars are not fighting. Yeah. No, it's very disappointing. And I'll just throw in there, the women are fighting, by the way. And obviously, Franchon Cruz deserves Cruz defending her super middleweight fight um, title on that June 17th card with Smith and Eubank. We, we should give them a mention. That's a good fight, that. Well, well um, her against Sav Marshall for all the 12 stone belts, that's the equivalent of men's heavyweight boxing, frankly. Um, because th- those are the big ladies of boxing. And look, they're doing it. So it all comes down to to money and egos with those big four. Um, they've earned huge amounts, huge pots of gold for recent contests. They're all big stars and they're all sitting off on different areas of the chessboard waiting for big Saudi money to come in. Deontay Wilder's team are definitely in talks with Saudi Arabia. Anthony Joshua and Eddie Hearn are definitely in talks with Saudi Arabia. I spoke to Amir Abdullah last night, the um, the head of boxing from Skills Challenge, who I've known for years in boxing, obviously, he was very involved with people like Badu Jack before. You know, he's been around the sport a very long time. And they are talking to Tyson Fury as well. Um, Zhili Zhang has become a player in all of that. But as he acknowledged to me last night, they're just talking because the, all these guys have got summer fights as well to have. Mm. Um, but that's mm. the disappointing thing. Tyson Fury, is he fighting Andy Ruiz? Um, is Andy Ruiz going to be able to fight him? Will it be Zhili Zhang? Why can't we... In the olden days, we, we might have been going, great, we're all off to Macau, to the Venetian, one of the biggest casinos in the world, where I once covered a Manny Pacquiao fight. And you, you literally went into the casino on a boat from Hong Kong to Macau, and you were in the casino for a week. When you opened the door, it was like onto sand it was like stepping out onto westworld you know the outside of westworld it, it, he, he tyson fury Zhili Zhang at the bird's nest in beijing or in macau um where's yusik and daniel dubois why isn't that announced already um you know why isn't wilder taking a tune-up fight in the middle of the year it's just you know why is what, what where are we going with all of this at the moment it's a right royal mess and it should be a heavyweight royal rumble and we aren't getting it. Yeah, look, we'll talk about more of that next week. Hopefully we've got some news for you next week. We'll also build up to Canelo versus John Ryder as well, which takes place in Mexico uh, the week after. So loads to get our teeth stuck into next week. That's it for this week. Thank you so much for downloading our Fight Night Extra. Remember, we're back every single Tuesday for more great content. And if you miss us, make sure you subscribe to Fight Night to catch up on all our other episodes. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 